Welcome to Merit Stabling Path. Before we begin today's show, just a quick shout out to a great initiative. For all Bitcoiners in Asia, you should know that Bitcoin for India, which is a volunteer-led group of Indian Bitcoiners, is organizing Asia's largest Bitcoin-only conference on the 5th and 6th of November at Goa, India. Catch up with plebs from all around the world, be part of the conversation, join in on the various workshops, all while being surrounded by lush green forests and picturesque beaches. For more details, visit www.bitcoinforindia.org slash conference. That's Bitcoin for India as in B-I-T-C-O-I-N, the number 4, I-N-D-I-A dot O-R-G slash conference. Hope to see you there. And now, let's get back to the show. Hey, Andrew. Welcome back to the show. I mean, last time was we we sat down and we spoke for two hours, <laughs> and yeah, we had like quite a bit to discuss. But I mean, being in the Bitcoin scene, there's always something new that's coming up. Always, uh, like if you look at the macro front or any other front, there's always something new to discuss. So let's kick this off. Like, what do you have in mind for today? What's up, Mary Kay, man? Um, and I was just uh, well. First of all, thanks for having us back on. I guess. Um, I mean, like when I hit you up earlier, I was I was just keen to chat. Like I said to you, I was just like, uh, obviously we had a real cool meetup uh, last night in Melbourne. Yes. Um, and so we should talk about that at some point. Um, mm. I thought that was really cool. Uh, you know, we had a real good turnout. Um, so from the last, uh, I don't know if it's like the last two or three meetups. Uh, if I think maybe last three, uh, but the turnout was super good. And after, I mean, it was. It's funny, like. <clears throat> It was like double the number of people compared to previously. Yeah. So that was super. Um, I don't know what the right word is. It's like not confidence inducing, or maybe it's like it's just it's just really nice. You know, it's just I I can't think of like the right word to really sort of maybe express myself or articulate sort of. Uh, but I was just really stoked. You know, I was stoked, yep. and it's kind of, maybe yep. it's inspiring. Actually, maybe mm. inspiring is the right word. It was inspiring, man. Like to meet new faces. New and faces. there was heaps of new faces. It wasn't yes. just a couple of people. It was like, yeah. whoa, I looked around. I'm like, I look up this end of the table. Then I look up the other end of the table. I'm like, there's heaps of new people. Yeah. And I just thought, fuck yeah, like this is good. This is good. You know, it felt like for the previous few, there was like a uh, <clears throat> a lack of, not a lack of moment, not not a lack of momentum or, or, or what, but but a lack of engagement a little bit. Mm. Like it kind of felt like, like, you know, I've said this openly, like, um, you know, I'm like Victoria, this, Five million people or something. I'm like, you know, we've got to be able to get more than twenty people to a meetup. Like, Easy. where the fuck is yeah. everyone? Yeah, you know, where is everyone? And they can't all be shitcoiners. Mm. They can't all be corrupted by the fiat disease. There's got to be people that don't have their heads up their ass. You know, so, <clears throat> um, kind of like where are they? And obviously, a lot of people are just going to be doing their like just buy Bitcoin, hold Bitcoin, mm. like you know, and just doing their thing. But uh, there's got to be more people. So anyway, so it's just super inspiring to meet a bunch of new people, sort of be able to hear their stories you know and, yes. and just learn it like it's always super nice man like i like 
I don't want to say anyone's names, but like, uh, <laughs> like yeah. I met, met a bunch of people and I just really enjoyed like asking them questions and, and listening to, sure. you know, how, uh, how it's been for them and how they got into it and yes. how, uh, you know, one guy was sort of telling me like how much it's changed his life. He's like, oh, that's awesome, know, was, yeah. I've worked, worked this shitbox job before with the worst boss in the world mm. and it was just hating my life. And then because of Bitcoin, it gave me the, it gave me a level of financial security mm. on one because it obviously the number had gone up, but um, on two, it also gave him the kind of psychological um, stability and or confidence to actually be like, you know what, fuck this job, like I don't need this, mm. you know, if this is not working, and 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 like he had the the, you know, the internal resolve to to change things and correct course. And he's like now, and now I've got like a, a new job which I love with the, an epic team, and I just like I just get up, I'm stoked, I'm stoked about it, you know. And I was like, you know, and that's all because of uh, this software code that people are running on on computers, and it's all just because of you know, num like numbers and letters and information, and this thing that we call Bitcoin, <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's having profound impacts on people's lives. So, um. Yeah. Anyway, so the meetup was super, super cool. Hey, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I mean, and and the fact that we are moving around like that table, like even though like it was a small table for the like for the number of hours there, but like moving around, speaking to different uh different people around the table today, was a great fun last night. Yeah, so many new people. Yeah, and yeah. So, so, some of them are old timers, some of them are just new, and like yeah, exciting to learn everyone's journey. Yeah, um, big time. Yeah, one of the. One of the girls, uh, like she has her own podcast as well. So yeah, she, she mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. yeah. That she too. just started off. Yeah, it's good. How did she, did she say how it's going or how uh, it, what her experience she, she has just, been with it? Yeah, she just put her first episode out and she's just using YouTube. I'm gonna help her over the weekend to set up, set it up for Anchor. Uh, I mean, set it up through Anchor. So then, it's, so then it's gonna be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the lot. Like so, then it's, she's she's actually she calls it a podcast, but it's not an RSS feed yet. It's just a YouTube video for now. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So going to help us set up all of that over the weekend. So we do. If you set it up through Anchor, is that mm -hmm. basically with the what generates the RSS feed? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. Anchor is free. Yep. Yeah, and then and then do you have to go and set it up like I know with mine like via my Substack with that RSS mm -hmm. um, feed. Um. I had to then go, you know, I like went on to Apple Podcasts and and basically added it in there and I went right, on to, right, you know, right. whatever other shitcoin like no, thing, no. like Amazon so, or whatever other nonsense. Yep. But does Anchor uh, propagate it all automatically? Yes, it does it automatically. And nice. Anchor's that's yeah, so good. And, yeah, and Anchor's free. So Yeah, nice. easy. Yep. Uh, that explains now why I've seen it so much cuz when I've seen people share it I'm like I've never really understood what it, what the deal was with it, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because yeah. you yeah you can give anyone that anchor link and then they can choose whatever they want to listen to. Right? Like they can choose. Mm. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Cool man. So, so, um, yeah. so yeah, I guess after the meetup though, I was super super stoked, and that's why I mm. hit you up. But like today, I was just like, I fucking need to talk to talk to Bitcoiners. Yeah, exactly. Like I need to talk to Bitcoiners more. Yeah. That was my same thought, like right after leaving, and we are like, "Fuck!" Now the next one's gonna be like a month later, right? Like, and then yeah, we need. To, and then I've been, I was talking to my partner, and I was like, "Fuck, we need to set something up, like, cause 
down the line eventually like she does want to set up like her own business like her own restaurant it's like fuck let's get yeah. it going and then we can have a space for bitcoiners like you know just a table an ongoing space for bitcoiners but yeah of course we have other other things to get get done before we actually open up something of our own but yeah but, but we need our own spot so like you know we, yeah mm. Yeah, yeah, the the, the 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 whole location thing's interesting. I thought the 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 place was great though, man. That, man, yeah. the beef brisket that I had, yeah, dude, that was badass. Yeah, man. it was yeah. really, it was really fucking good. Um, mm. so the food was good. It's like it's crazy how expensive eating out is though. Eh? Mm. Like yeah, uh, yeah, the actual sure. food, the actual food wasn't so bad, but mm. it was like fourteen dollars for a pint of beer or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. And maybe that's not so bad, but I don't know. Maybe I just don't go out much anymore, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it seemed, it seemed, no, seemed no, expensive. No. Like, yep. yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. no, the food, the food and drinks were super good. The place was awesome. Um, yep. And then obviously the turnout was really good. So, you know, I think we carry, and, we carry and on time, with that. And the time flies so quick, right? Like you think, yeah, like you Man. think you're there, like, yeah. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> like I got there before six o'clock. And nice. Yeah. And I didn't leave till almost eleven. Oh wow, wow, yeah. And I like I looked at my 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 clock. I looked at the clock, and it was like twenty to eleven or quarter to eleven or something. I was like, "Damn, I gotta get the fuck out of here!" Like, I gotta, <laughs> it's like another. It's got. I gotta drive for an hour. Yeah. I just didn't. But it's like time. Yeah, the time flew, so, man. And there was yep. there was a real diversity of um, a diversity of people. You know, like this one dude told me about sort of. <clears throat> Um, like the story that I mentioned to you just a second ago. Um, mm-hmm. and then obviously there's this lady like who's now she started her podcast or whatever, yep. and um, sort of she she was there when I first got there, and so she was sort of uh, we her and I got got chatting. I actually started to I not get stuck into her, but um, at all, but but I we started chatting, and she sort of started I got started talking about some shit coins and stuff, and I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't know, I made some, I made some. Yeah. You know, yeah. typically like in abrasive comment, basically, and then we got got in. So anyway, it was interesting because like, yes, yes. Uh, it, it, uh, it's good. Yeah, I mean, like when I was speaking to her as well, like uh, she brought up like shit coins and like why, like what's the why they're not shit coins? <laughs> yeah, why they're not shit coins? They have some utility to it, and they have, and then but but that's good. Like then then, then I get uh, like at least like someone to like argue about, right? Like you get something to argue about, I guess, in some way, like so to. Well, I think you just it's just an opportunity point. to learn. Yes, 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 yes. What What did you just say? I, I, sorry, I spoke over you. Mm-hmm. No, you go. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, it's an opportunity to learn. Like, I, the thing is, though, you know, like that sort of a thing. It's like, I mean, look, it's just it's just where it's at. You know, mm. you'd like to think that it's like people that are there kind of have have come to the realization they've learnt. And they understand the state of play clearly enough to realize like they are just fucking scams mm-hmm. and they are a distraction and they are an attack on Bitcoin. Um, but obviously <clears throat> it's not a perfect world and that's okay. That's fine. And so, yeah, it is an opportunity to talk, but it, but it, you know, like I was um, fairly bullish, I would say in, the, in, in my uh, retort of the whole thing, like started, it got mentioned like blah 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 Solana and started like layer oh, wow. ones and okay. all this sort of bullshit yeah. language yeah. and I was just like, as soon as I heard stuff like that, it's like the red flags are like okay. my, my 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 little pea brain is like red alert, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. shit coiners are in the house and um, but it's all it is all good in the sense that like it's all good. Like not everyone has obviously figured it out yet. Yeah. Um, 
And so it's an opportunity to help them figure it out, I guess. Mm. Um, but it is funny. Like I, I said to her, I was like, well, explain to me why, why we need it. Like, you know, it's not decentralized. Like Solana has had to be restarted from twice. a central point multiple, I yeah. think more than twice, isn't it now? More than twice, yeah. Two big yeah. failures for sure. Yeah. Yeah, two big failures. So it's basically to someone turning on a computer. You know, it's like it's mm. there's nothing decentralized about it. It's a complete scam in the sense that they they promote it and and they they propagate propagate these narratives that are obviously um completely alternate to the reality. And that's where really where the problem is, is because it's deceptive. You know, if they just said, yeah, it's a completely centralized company and we're basically selling equity, mm. which is kind of like what they probably should be doing. Um, then cool, whatever you want to invest in some stocks. Yeah, whatever. Fair enough. You know, but it's it part of, I think the big part of it is because is the way they deceive people and the yes. marketing is disingenuous. And so when you have these, you know, quote unquote shit coiners that, that they believe the, the nonsense. Mm -hmm. And so I said to this lady, I was like, well, so explain to me why we need it. <clears throat> and straight away, it's kind of like, uh, uh, well, you know, it's like, you know, there's no, it's like, well, it's all good. Just give me yeah. the answer. Like, what? Why? Why? Why do? We, why is this thing important? Uh, you know, and, and if you if it's just from a number got point of view because you're wanting to make money, I get that. But if that is the case, it's like we're also still not really getting the significance of where we're at here. Mm. You know, because that that is the part of the fiat disease is that we yes. everyone's just chase, chasing something for nothing, right? Instead of actually creating value in the world. Yep, yep. You know? and, and, and yeah, and in speaking of that, like that gives us like a perfect segue to go like what's happening currently with Ethereum, like, you know, with Tornado yes. Cash. Yeah. And like, yeah. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, on... I mean, mm -hmm. go. sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, what are your thoughts on all of that? Like with the merger coming up? Yeah, the, the merge, the splurge. The merge. <laughs> the purge. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, what a shit show. Um, I think it's kind of good. Like, it's interesting because, you know, with uh, Ethereum, they've been putting off this difficulty bomb and this whole transition, They've like, from proof of work to proof of stake for ages and, and been um, post posturing like that this is the way forward for, for, for that for that thing, uh, for whatever you want, whatever, that company, I guess. Um and you know it's a train wreck it's it's um it's it's really wild that you know i don't know if we talked about this last time or not but um hmm. the way that some of the people like on twitter as an example within the community hmm. are basically uh so basically for people that don't know that there's a, a handful of validators like uh like nodes like validators that validate blocks and transactions and um after Tornado Cash was sanctioned, then any transaction, um, I guess, I don't know if it's through Tornado Cash or, or from Tornado Cash. I'm not sure exactly the mm -hmm. um, kind of the the spe specific of that, but basically anything relating to Tornado Cash, any transaction was was blocked, and so they would, so these validators would censor the block. They would they would refuse to propagate the block and the transaction. And all the transactions in the block. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, in response to that, a bunch of community members are like, "Okay, well, cool. Like, if these if these companies are going to participate in censorship, mm -hmm. then we need to do something about it." 
And so the response was, well, we, we should um, create a um, user-activated soft fork. Okay. And um, whereby the anyone that's um, censoring transactions have their funds slashed. So it's basically right. um, essentially like slashing, deleting, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep, know, deleting yep. someone else's funds because they're censoring. So like the response to the censorship, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is really weird. The response to the censoring of the funds is to censor someone else's funds. Right. Yes, yes, yes. You yes. know, like that's the, the solution to the censorship so, 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 is more censorship. Yep. So and it's kind of like up- it's a... Sorry, here you go. Here no, you go no, finish. go no, I was going to say this came up within the, so this is what like, so they wanted to go for a, a UASF that is user activated soft fork because like, like in what way? So they wanted one chain to be the one where they're going to not allow people from Tornado Cash on and like one where they would allow. What is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, from yeah. from their point of view, they would have the real Ethereum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The real Ethereum. So they fork it off. So there's the real Ethereum, mm. and then there'll be the censorship Ethereum. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I think yeah. the real Ethereum is the censorship Ethereum, right? <laughs> well, I mean the the kind of point the point of this like Bitcoiners look at this and it's kind of like it's it's hilarious and it's bizarre. Yeah. Because because it's kind of like like you idiots. This is the whole point. You can't ask for censorship resistance. Yeah. The whole point is the protocol needs it built in as a as a function of its design, whereby in an adversarial environment, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone says. It's like you can't do it. It's just not. It's like the the, the capability doesn't exist. Yeah. And um, obviously, and within ethereum basically that's not the case mm. so it is it is um not it is not censorship resistant and so but but the thing that's really i think damning about this kind of situation is that one the community response is you know let's just do more censorship then that's in alignment with our values right so to to try and solve censorship with more censorship is obviously retarded yeah yeah um and then uh, if you think sort of beyond that, it's kind of impossible to see uh, how. You still there? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. think I don't know if Zoom just hit the bed a little bit, but um, it's impossible to sort of see how you can sort of course correct after this kind of um, because it just paves the way for a completely censorship-enabled, uh, permissioned protocol. Right, right, right. Something that I was explaining to some of the guys at last night's meetup, right? Like they were also talking about Ethereum for some reason. And then mm. <laughs> something, <laughs> so some, yeah, one thing that I was telling them was like, once they move on to proof of stake, for for someone like me and you or for a regular pleb to run a node, <coughs> they firstly, they would need a minimum of 32 Ethereum. The protocol yeah. is not defined of how, like, what's the technical know how, knowledge and all of that is not real clear. Like, you, for for Bitcoin, it's pretty straightforward. Like, you run and, Bitcoin Co. and like, yeah, and you need and 32, thirty-two Ethereum just to put it into perspective. Like, one Ethereum, yeah. even let's it's assume like, it's at two grand, right? Like, like let's assume yeah, yeah, it's two yeah. grand. So, right? so it's not like an insignificant amount of money though. Like thirty, so you need yeah, thirty-two like, Ethereum. So that's sixty-four thousand dollars. Sixty-four thousand dollars. You're going to have it on your laptop. You're running a node, and you're going to have your laptop sitting in your bedroom with sixty-four thousand dollars, which is hot. 
which is connected yeah. to the internet right like yeah. i don't yeah. think anyone is going to have an appetite for that right and like say ethereum goes to 5 well, grand if the it, also, it just five, means five, the five, pool sorry yeah. to interrupt it just means the pool of people that have the op- ability to do that is obviously very small yes like how many people have $64,000 to stake and you know where they can just tie it up for and it has to, it's going to be tied up for 2 years right yes it's going to be it's like huge uh, risk huge risk cuz cuz you're not you're not the one deciding which transactions are going to get authorized per se so if or or get authorized or not authorized and say you get slashed so then you're going to yeah. lose some of that 64000 is going to go down to 62000 or whatever right and then that that's one risk the other risk is you're going to leave all of it sitting hot on your laptop somewhere in your house and obviously there's like so the other way to getting around that and like to still stake is to stake through a centralized exchange and that's what most people are going to do like they're going to stake through a centralized exchange which would yeah. give them the ability to probably withdraw at any point like so they don't have to have it there for 2 years or whatever and yeah. uh, but then if the centralized exchange itself is going to get slashed because they're not authorizing the right transactions then who's uh, how would they decide whose funds are getting deducted right like they probably have thousands of people that are staking ethereum through them so then how yeah. they decide who's going to get slashed yeah yeah oh, who that's going to be a, who, who yeah i mean it's just a shit show but the whole the whole thing with that as well is like it's so this is where cuz like so if we go back to <clears throat> the 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 slashing of like the the whole mechanism of slashing funds like the fact that you can have money mhm and and the the potential exists for that money to get taken <laughs> yes in some arbitrary way is is wild like the fact that anyone would be cool with that is is totally wild so like because really what it what it means is like the, the if you think about the censorship and solving the censorship with different censorship mm-hmm. what that what is that it's like well that is that is fiat the, like the I, I was just going to say yeah <laughs> the problem is it's basically just deeply at that point it's deeply deeply political mhm it's, it's deeply political money so it's like you know they had they had some marketing campaign for a little while where it was like uh, ultrasound money oh wow. know, or some not something like that you know some rubbish cuz they were like said mm. it's going to be super deflationary or whatever but really it's ultra political money yes that 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 that's what it really is it's ultra, ultra political <clears throat> so yeah that that shit argument of it being being a deflationary def- i can't deflationary def- yeah deflationary asset yeah the, the the whole argument of it being that is mm. uh, so miners get rewarded in, in bitcoin miners get rewarded for mining they get and then that those tokens are sold like so the coinbase rewards that the miners get for putting out blocks the miners then sell that to uh, basically have their running cost right like they up yeah. so yeah. so the so the the ethereum argument is that that's how the how that's how bitcoin gets inflated because new coins mm-hmm. keep coming in but in mm-hmm. case of in case of ethereum the argument is that the stakers don't have they don't have any incentive they don't have any need to sell the their rewards because they're staking and they're earning more right mm-hmm. B- but then mm-hmm. what what happens there is uh 
the it goes back to the fiat system the rich keep getting richer the poor keep staying poor and yeah. and and the good thing that the and like coming back to bitcoin like the good thing that the bitcoin miners are selling off that they are creating that inflation is it creates a new mix of like it it mixes all the tokens like so it has new opportunity for other people to enter and like it it it's velocity it, yes it increases the velocity of the circulation, so which is important, and it's another reason, like why, you know, like large holders that have that have been in early, ultimately they're going to be incentivized over as time continues. Yep. they're incentivized to sell some of their their holdings because, mm. it, it it in a weird way it's sort of it's to the advantage of the network to have a velocity, of transactions. Yep, you know if if mm. no one's using it. Um, you know, it's arguably the value of the network is is less, but if the velocity, as in the number of transactions, is continuing to increase, and the and the the amount of which and the speed at which that's happening, the the value kind of thing of of and the certainly the amount of value being transacted is increasing. So, but thus the value of the network kind of increases. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we can keep shitting on ethereum like it, it's yeah no, no, no. yeah it's not no, about no, shitting no, no. on it's just it's, 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 not, it's just, just to fact. really it's acknowledge a, yes. what's going on you know? yes yes like, true true yeah. and yeah i'm not and like i think people tuning in are still like either non-coiners or probably some shit coiners that are tuning in <laughs> and and <laughs> yeah. and yeah mostly bitcoiners i'm guessing from like from the recent like from what i've been hearing but i think we can yeah. go on to like the macro side of things for now like you know like you recently shared one of those reports of of how the relationship between US and China is in shambles and then it's the same way mm. like the relationship with Russia and Europe is in shambles like yeah yeah I, I've, I haven't still read that whole entire report but like what, what's happening on that front yeah so I think the one you're referring to is that 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 uh bit, that piece from Zoltan Posa yes yeah so I mean, it's, it was a super interesting uh, bit, and his, as we mm. mentioned, like thing last night, like his writing, super, it was really good, and he's he's such a just is such a deep knowledge expert in terms of just the way the world works, you know, and he's he's he sees things very clearly. It doesn't mean that he'll be right about everything, yeah. But I think the broad the broad theme of what's playing out, he's very um, on the money with, and. Uh, I mean, I guess the one of the big things, one of the big themes is the energy crisis, like, and, and specifically with Europe. And I know you and I were talking about this last night, like, yep. um, but basically, you know, for the last, for the whole time I've been alive, you know, and same for you, we've mm -hmm. been living under this sort of, uh, in this sort of window of time or this historical context where there's been one dominant power in the world. So there's been the US hegemon. And that has been the dominant world power, mm -hmm. and there has been no one that has no one that challenges them in any way, like militarily or in any other way, meaningfully. Um, and so, because there's, it's like the way I think I explained it last night is kind of like it's like the schoolyard bully. Mm. If there's just one bully, <laughs> the schoolyard is kind of um, in a way. There's a weird calm in the in the schoolyard because there's just the one bully. But if there's more than one. The dynamic is totally different. Like as in, if there's you know three bullies and they're all similar size mm. and similar sort of um, competencies, if you can call it that, um, uh, then the uh, dynamic within 
yeah sorry. sorry and i was just going to add like and the bullies are not friends right like these these new bullies that come up are not going to be friends in the schoolyard no exactly yeah it's yeah. an adversarial environment so mm. it's an adversarial environment schoolyard and the bullies are all going to fight for territory kind of thing and for dominance like really mm. what it is is dominance so it's like humans organizing to the dominance hierarchy and peterson talks about this a lot and um that's the whole um or a big part of the kind of comparison to uh what's he does he compare it not to shrimps or prawns or what lobsters the lobsters, to the lobsters. yeah yeah thank you the lobsters and mm-hmm. um so yeah so it's like the humans trying to organize themselves into the dominance hierarchy into to uh <clears throat> to assert themselves into the dominant position but so for the last 50 years or for even longer, really, for the last 80 years, <clears throat> I guess, the it's been a US world order. And that dynamic's changing. And because we're in the throes of that change, it's very difficult to <clears throat> come, it's very difficult to kind of come to terms with the change for a lot of people, you know, and like, if you imagine like for, for our whole life has been a certain way, mm-hmm. it's very hard for people to change their mind into understanding that, the world can be wildly different to what it's been. <clears throat> and that's not to say that it definitely will be. Yeah. But at the moment, the way the dynamic is, is that there's now, we've gone from just having the US hegemony um, to now China uh, being a much more um, significant rival. And Russia really, um, I don't think it's that Russia is is in any way as, as significant as the US. Yeah. But- but they are aligned with China. Yes. You know, and I don't know if you read it a while ago. Um, it was before the Winter Olympics, China, uh, like Putin and, and, and Xi Jinping uh, met up and they released a statement. And I did write about it. It was a while ago. Um, and they refer to themselves, as in China and Russia, as, quote, the sides. And this mm. whole document goes through the sides think this and the, si- the, the sides think that. And it's, yeah. Right, right. You mentioned last night as well while we were chatting, right? Like, so US is just acting like the bully and he's like cutting off, oh, you've been a bad boy. So, like, you're, we are sanctioned for you and you've been a bad boy and sanctioned for you. And yeah. then all these nations that are getting sanctioned so, off in different areas and then they're all coming together and they're form, get, forming their own union, right? Yeah. So, so, and, and Zoltan puts frames this up really well in, in the article, basically, like, mm. We have had one dominant power, but basically China, and because of the the dominance, it kind of creates a, a, a calm order in the world <clears throat> because there's no incentive for anyone to challenge them because they'll lose and they know they'll lose. So, mm. so it creates order in a weird way. Um, and so it was like China and um, the US, it was like they were married, you know, is the way he frames it up. Yeah. There, there was like a, there was like a nice calm marriage you know, and you, if you thought about it as like a man and a woman, if you like, whatever. Um, and it was all very orderly, but then all of a sudden they've broken up mm. and the breakup is very messy. And so now it's like uh, the US basically doesn't produce anything or very little compared to what they used to. And China produces, you know, something like 40% of the world's goods. Yep. Um, and so the US needs lots of stuff from China, mm-hmm. but China aren't picking up the phone and talking to them. So the US are calling and saying, you know, come on, sweetie, like we we need some we need some we need some pharmaceuticals, we need we need masks, we need this, we need that. 
and China are kind of like, go fuck yourself. We're not, and we're not answering the phone. You know, we're pissed with you. Yeah. So the the breakup is very messy, and that's kind of the the you know very simply the dynamic in the world right now. And the same goes for obviously with Russia having been sanctioned by the G seven. Um, yeah. And so the and I mean Iran back into back in 2012 was sanctioned by uh, the US, and so there's been a bunch of sanctions. Um, and the the whole idea of that, like the US using that sanctioning stick to sort of you know um, punish people or <clears throat> nations in this respect, is driving all these other nations toward each other. Yes. So it's 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 making it so it's in their interest to actually start working together and opposing the US. And that group is growing, mm-hmm. you know. So it's basically like the inverse network effect of of you know of a network. So people, there's more and more people exiting the U.S. based monetary network. Yep. And so you know, and so as like if you think about Metcalf's law and network effects, it's like as users join the network, and there's more and more users on the network. And then so the value of the network increases because more of their friends are on the network and, and we can all interact with it. And so then more people join the network as a result and that yes. that sort of flywheel accelerates. But this is the opposite of that. This is where people are leaving the network as in the US-based monetary network. Yep. And so that flywheel is accelerate, was maybe not accelerating necessarily. It would be a hard thing to quantify, um, but it's certainly going in reverse now. So yep. whereas people are not joining the network, people are exiting the network. Exiting the network. Yes, absolutely. And recently, India announced that they're going to be taking part in the Russian military drills as well. Along with China. Yeah, yeah. Which is hectic. Yes. So, so, so what I I saw, I mean, recently you've written about what's happening in Germany with the energy crisis as well, right? And then that would obviously trickle down to the rest of Europe. So, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the, the energy crisis really is at the core of the whole dynamic at the moment. Like, really, energy is the base layer of human society. You know, mm-hmm. if you thought about humans as a technology stack, you know, like if you think about a technology stack, like you've got the hardware layer, yeah, and then above the hardware, you've got the protocol, and then mm-hmm. above the protocol, you know, you can have like, uh, you know, uh, applica- network layers and application yes. layers and whatnot. Um, so in that stack, and so if you think about humans as uh, a technology stack or society, human society is a technology stack at the base layer of we've got obviously the hardware we've got the human hardware in meat space mm-hmm. um and somewhere somewhere in in that stack is is energy uh like energy because basically you can't have the human meat space without energy because yes. we are energy yes I mean, you know, so yeah. it's kind of, it is kind of like somewhat of the base layer of, of, mm-hmm. of us and our society. And so this whole disruption with all the, the, you know, the relationship breakups with all the countries um, and no one talking anymore, um, then the trade is being wildly disrupted and specific to energy. Yeah. Um, and so you know, even though the US is the number one producer of oil on the planet, mm-hmm. they still use more than they produce. So they were still buying from yes. from Russia. But now if Russia's not Russia and the US aren't talking, well then they can't get it. And then this mm. this that dynamic is basically there's d- different sort of variations of that dynamic within all other countries. But Germany is one of the most <clears throat> um reliant. 
it would be the yeah one and one of the just the the, the most critical examples because mm. Germany's pretty pre, been pretty wealthy. It's one of the most I think it's probably the highest contributing um, country to the European Union. Mm. Uh, okay, financially, yep. um, of the nineteen or whatever member states, and uh, but they're a ninety percent net importer of energy. So. Okay, and that's changed over time. Like they've, but they've basically been embarking on this, you know, this ESG uh, mm-hmm. kind of hysteric path uh, where they're trying to, I don't know what they think they're trying to do, but where they're trying to remove basically stable energy supply. And um, so their their electricity and gas prices are like soaring. Like so, the most recent, um, the most recent price is like it's more than 600 euros per megawatt hour whereas previously two years ago 75 euros would have been considered expensive right so it's up like seven times in two years Mm. and you know i don't know if we talked about last year uh last last time um but that that example of the the those bills in Italy. So, you know, there's this small business in the South of Italy and, yep. you know, the gas and electricity went from 120,000 in July, 2021 to almost a million. It was 980,000 yep. in July, 2022. So yes. like up eight X. And that and shut down. And, and that they hadn't shut down, yeah. but, but it's like, how, how, how long are they going to sustain that for? Yes. Yes. Um, so that is, that, that's kind of the, that's kind of the, um, yeah, the big dynamic. So Germany, and now you are saying the, sorry. Uh, yeah, if I just if I can just chime in here, you, you were yeah. like that that business in Italy had to shut down because of this, because of the yeah. energy bills and stuff like that. And then similarly, yeah, they had to shut down. Yes, and similarly, there were other steel mills, and there was something in uh, something in Poland, like a, a steel yeah, mill, the chemical yeah. factory. Yes, yes. And, yeah, and so the this would have broader implications on like so that's like on the raw material layer, right? Like so then, then it come down to products and services that are going to be affected. And correct. So it, mm. it's very multifaceted because so energy everything everything is downstream of energy. So food production is relying on energy. So if the cost of energy goes up, the cost of food goes up, and if the cost of energy goes up eight times. Well, then, you know, I don't know if it's the cost of food. That means that the cost of food is necessarily going to be up eight times or maybe it's more, you know, but basically it's a, it's a bad direction. Because, sure, I, uh, yeah, I just want to, yeah. again, just add something here. I remember reading yeah. something on the lines that, I mean, we, we probably seeing all of this now, right? Like, and you, we, we can say like in, in some way we are sort of seeing it earlier than most people, like if people who are not switched on, but then but, I, I mean, think this I, has been, yeah, this, this, this been we've been heading about... in this direction for like a year. It's yes, been, exactly. It's been, and it's been obvious. It's been obvious for a year. Yes, if you've been paying attention. Yes, and and yeah, exactly. And then China has been purchasing food supplies in, like, in mass since this past year. So and I, stockpiling. I yeah, they've been stockpiling. So something <clears> that I came across was that China has reserve food reserves that would last them a year and a half. And then yep. the next nation is US, who has food reserves that would last them like four months, six months. five months. Yes, yeah, yes, some, six months on the, something on those lines. And then, yeah. and then we've already seen what's happened with Sri Lanka. And then there's protests going on in Pakistan at the moment and Bangladesh. And like, I'm not sure like what's happening in Africa, but surely I think there was something going on in Egypt as well. And then yeah. Lebanon and like all these other smaller nations are going to be scrambling for food. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's multifaceted because the energy, so the food prices go up and the food price going up doesn't mean that there's no food, but it just means people start getting priced out of being able to afford food. Yes. You know, but it also it also means the price of food going up um, and like, you know, if you think about the energy costs going up, there'll be a lot of businesses that go offline. Mm. And so then a lot of businesses go offline and a lot of people lose jobs. And so now not only can people not afford the food, they also don't have a job. Mm. So it's, it's, you know, literally it is heading towards if it's, it's hard to see how they can fix it in any reasonable like sort of period of time, because um, this is like not a quick problem to fix. Like it needs billions and billions of dollars deployed and, you know, tens of billions or even hundreds of billions of dollars deployed to uh, invest into critical energy infrastructure. And that's going to take years to do. And the payback for that is decades. And so if the governments are threatening to, you know, move in this ESG, you know, absolutely sociopathic direction, Mm -hmm. then they really are committing the population to starvation, like mass starvation, a mass starvation event. And, um, you know, some like a real, a real, a real catastrophic sort of scenario because, you know, not only will people like Europe's going to go into winter, not only will people, there's already rationing now. I've got a friend that's um, German. My wife was just explaining to me tonight. <clears throat> she just said um, that they've actually already started to ration energy. So you're already okay. not allowed to heat certain parts of your house and you're already not allowed to keep it on for X amount of period of time. So don't ask me how that's policed you know, specifically because I don't, I don't know, but, mm-hmm. but they've already started rationing. Right. And so um, it's really, the thing is it's been obvious for a year, but it's only just coming onto people like for the normies, it's only just coming onto the radar now. And it's about to get like catastrophic. It's about right. to get extremely, yes. extremely fucking yes. bad. Um, so like it's going to be food shortages, um, obviously energy rationing, yeah. And then with that, the, you know, the thing is, okay, cool. The government is basically going to lose control. Like, it, you know, Germany really, it's almost hard to imagine, but mm. it really does look like it's heading toward uh, the Sri Lanka scenario, which is total yeah. collapse. Yes. It's hard to see a way out, like I said, because to, to mm-hmm. reinvest into it and to do what they need to do to course correct here is going to take years. And so maybe there's things that they can do in the more short term uh, to kind of uh, treat the symptoms while they try to address the cause. Yep. Um, but from all intensive purposes at the moment, it doesn't seem like they have any interest in actually doing that because it like this is a completely self-made situation. Like this is not an accident. Mm. They have fully created this situation. Yes. Like all, yes. it's all of their own doing. It's not, it's not like, oh, you know, we didn't mean to do like, it's like, no, you, you wanted to take your three last remaining nuclear reactors. They wanted to take them offline. Now I'm pretty sure they've backpedaled on that re- in recent, like maybe in the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but the climate policies, like, you know, man, Sri Lanka as an example, when Sri Lanka basically has had like total collapse happened, um, their ESG score was like 98.5%. Right. Right. 
So this ESG thing is like an evil parasite that people. I know. Can people I just really pause you there? Like for someone, someone yeah. that's listening, uh, how do you define this ESG score? Like on what basis? So and like, where does that ninety-five lie on a scale? Well, it was not. I think it was ninety-eight point five. But it, so so ESG stands for environmental, social. Uh, govern and governance. Yes. So it's like just an acronym for those for those three things, and so it's basically a a a policy that yeah. has been created by BlackRock, okay. uh, which is the largest asset management firm on the planet. Which I think mm. they manage upward of ten trillion dollars. <laughs> yes. Um, in assets <laughs> under management. And so it's this it's this policy or scheme, if you like, that has been created out of there, um, and it is flown. It seems seems like it's in alignment with the World Economic Forum, and right. it is flowed into through governments, and then through governments, it is flown flown uh, uh, through into industry. Right. And so it has been this weird. It has been like a parasite um, that has basically flowed through. Uh, from this from this hierarchical point down into industry, and whereby they're putting uh, restrictions and expectations on companies where yep. you need to have a certain score to be compliant. So, so, uh, so, another question would be like: Is a high score a good thing or the low score a good thing? Well, I mean, do you think a total societal collapse like what happened in Sri Lanka is a good thing? No. So. So basically, so 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 so, <laughs> so the higher the score means the bad, the worse they are off, right? No, no, no. The high, no, no, no. The higher the score is supposed to mean that they're doing well in terms of ESG. Right. Okay, okay, makes so sense. It means they're being they're being good boys or Compliant. girls in respect they're, to this. In yes. terms of, yeah, whatever pollution or whatever environmental fud. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But but, like. And that's all well and good, and you know maybe it's with good intentions, maybe it's not. Like let's 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 not let's okay, leave so, that alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point the point is though, it's short circuiting all the natural incentives within the market, mm. and the market is way too complex to be short circuited in that way. So if you try to control, if you say to people like you you can run a business, but you can only do it if you tick all these boxes. Mm-hmm. Well, then the business starts to become unprofitable. Yep. And, you know, if you think about a government, a government's just a business. Yes. And so Sri Lanka, the government's broke. They're bankrupt. And yes. so full and the central bank's bankrupt. And a few years ago, they were not bankrupt. They were doing really well. Mm-hmm. And so the ESG thing ha- has created, that it, it is the seed in which has triggered a total collapse in Sri Lanka. And I, it looks like we're about to watch it happen in Germany. Right. And so the, the, the question is then, okay, so if basically we're going to have this <clears throat> catastrophic energy scenario where businesses like manufacturing is going, going to go offline, like a lot of manufacturing is going to go offline, a lot of core infrastructure is going to go offline, and people are going to be having trouble affording the absolute essentials, um, yeah. you're going to have civil unrest. Yes. You, you know, like, something that yeah, you can finish your thought. Sorry to interrupt again. But something that really ties in value is the France climate mm. police mm. yeah 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 so uh but you're gonna have like the, you're gonna have a societal like a full societal collapse like um <clears throat> so the the thing that runs through my mind is like well what 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 are they going to do mm. 
Like, what's the government going to do? Well, you know, the ration, they're already telling you the, what you can buy, like what energy you can use sort of thing. And that's obviously only going to increase. Um, and then there's going to be massive civil unrest. So it's unlikely that the society is going to get more free. <laughs> right. You know, uh, it's, it's unlikely that it's going to trend in any kind of positive direction. It's, it sort of seems most likely at this point that, you know, the government will become overtly more authoritarian in yes. response. Yes. And like ex they, they, will, they will ratchet up the control. Yes. So when people are hurting the most, the con the screws in the control are gonna are gonna turn up, and that's mm. a you know, <clears throat> it's kind of a pretty spooky mix of ingredients, you know, mm. like, um, and you know, you, then if you think about like more real world um, implications, like you imagine you're like seventy five years old or whatever, and you've got some health issues. Oh, I need an ambulance. So it's like, oh, bad luck. There's no ambulances anymore. You know, the fucking yes. go go the government's broke. No one's paying. No one's paying the ambulances, the the paramedics. Mm. So bad luck. You know, I'm having a heart attack. Well, it's unfortunate. It's like, oh, I need the police. Someone's trying to, you know, break in and steal all my shit. It's like, no, the police don't exist either anymore. It's like full collapse. And so when you think about it from a really like a real world perspective, man, it's pretty. It's pretty gnarly. You know, it's yeah. it's. it's it's much more significant, catastrophic than I like than I think people sort of can appreciate. Like, it does seem that people have a really hard time uh, imagining things or, or having a sense of things until they actually happen, until they manifest in front of their face. Uh, and uh, so, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. Another thing that I was going to say was, like, <clears throat> I've noticed, like, you know, and personally, like, when you try to have some of these real, like, these real conversations with people. They try to switch you off and like you know they don't really want to think about it. They're like yeah, just go back. It yeah, stresses them out. Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I guess it's scary. I, I can understand it's scary. I guess for people, mm -hmm. you know, people that like you know are plugged into the matrix and you know trust governments. They like to they they they've bought the the lie from governments that. You know, we'll we'll pretend we'll give you the illusion of security and safety, mm -hmm. and you know, and you'll be a slave. And so, a lot of people have bought that lie, and so, and they've believed, but they've bought it unconsciously, and so they don't real, they don't really, I don't think they really realize it. Uh, uh, yeah, so, sorry, I'm plug I was in say, something so else. This, this really, yeah. this really kind of shatters their worldview. Right, right. So right. this sort of this sort of a conversation. You know, and really like looking down the barrel of what's really going on, it's very hard to stomach because it completely breaks away their entire worldview and how they yes. thought the world was. Yes, yeah, which something... is hard to hard to <laughs> hard to accept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that I came across recently, or like I can't remember, like whether whether I was reading it, whether I heard it, but so so we've been sold sold this lie of being free, right? Like we we are free. So. Uh, like we are free, but we're still gonna work our ass off. We're still gonna work a nine to five, and we, and but we are free to like, uh, like think for ourselves and go out and have a, like walk walk around. But we are still got to work for the system. So, but we are free. And, well, I mean, yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a skeptical way to think about it, like working for the system. It's more like working for each other. Like we want to serve each other. That's a good thing to do. Yeah, but I mean, 
like we're still working towards i mean it's still working hard working our asses <clears> off <throat> but because of this fiat system and like yeah. obvious like we've we are creating like significant improvements in technology and services and everything but all of that yeah. is not coming like that those benefits are not coming down to us that, that that's mostly getting captured by this money printing that's happening right and it's then, getting counteracted by the ever expanding government because government continues to grow and grow yeah. and grow it's like this balloon that won't stop blowing up but but now now like i think with the internet like more people from different parts of the world are talking to each other and like and like we have access to all of this all of the no- like access to knowledge or access to books and and then we have people are like people are starting to figure out how the whole system works how the money system works and and the and the people in power are recognizing that like all of this is happening so i feel like this mm. next step that they've started to take i guess with the pandemic now whether that was whether that was a natural occurrence or whether that was man made like whether it was a man made virus right like so we can keep that aside but the next thing that, that they want definitely man made yeah okay yeah it was 100% the, yeah, if you if you yes, believe yes, it was yes. fucking out of the wet market nah, it's like no 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 it was uh, yeah it was Absolutely. down the road from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It was a hundred percent out of there. Yep, yep, for sure. <clears throat> and but uh, that goes to say, like whether it was deliberately released mm-hmm. or whether yeah, released, yeah, yeah. or whether or it was accidental, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but so earlier they sold us this idea of being free. The next thing they're going to sell us is we're going to keep you safe, right? Yes. So yeah, so we're gonna, we are going to like the government is here to keep you safe. We're gonna keep you safe. We're gonna, yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let, I mean, that's every follow, title thing. That's and that's where the authority comes in, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, it's not hard to imagine that it's on purpose. You know, like it's mm. it's it's not hard to imagine that um, because it's so obvious. You know, if you go back through my writing and or just over the last nine months, even or eight eight months or whatever, uh, or if you like listen, go back and listen to like Marty Bent, like. Um, this sort of situation, or even and if, even if you go back earlier over the last sort of two years mm-hmm. into the pan, like early into the pandemic and stuff, you know, it's been there's been a lot of red flags, and there's been just there's just been so many obvious, absurd sort of um, anomalies, and there's just been so many of them, you know, that you have to just sort of be you have to be skeptical. Like, why is it, you know, like, if you're, if you're in charge, like, if, if, if a government, if we are the government, first of all, like, the people, like, the, the government is just supposed to be an abstraction of the people. Mm-hmm. So we are the government. If that, if that was true, if we are the government and the gov- a government is basically just a business and we're just trying to um, create the best outcomes for the society, then what would we prioritize? Like anyone that's not completely insane would go, okay, cool. We need energy security. We need food security. And then, uh, you know, maybe we're going to like focus on uh, like how we can create value. And so maybe it's going to be specific things or maybe maybe education and stuff. But the first two things are we need to be energy independent and we need to create energy. Mm. And not create, produce energy. Yes. So we need to learn how to harness denser and denser forms of energy in, as mm. in hydrocarbons yep. um, because that is the thing that enables us to um, continually improve significantly. And so we need to harness denser and denser forms of, of energy 
and we need to um, we want it, so we want to be a net exporter of energy and we want to be a net exporter of food. We want yeah. to create both more of both of those things so we can sell them to everyone else in the, on the planet. Yeah. And if everyone does that on the planet, well then we have an energy abundant planet mm-hmm. for humans and we have and we have food security and abundance. And that's yes. great for everyone. And so and if that drives down the prices and stuff that's good. Yes. Um but the the fact that we're not we're not doing that. <laughs> we're prioritizing this whole climate narrative above everything else and the climate narrative is going to trigger this mass starvation event you know like it it is it is going to happen <laughs> unfortunately i wrote about it like 8 months ago and i thought like it's very likely if we don't correct course and now i look at it in germany i'm like it's basically a sure thing which is wild for me to it feels like it's wild to even say it out loud but it but it's it's impossible not to see uh it's po- impossible to sort of see a real way out in, at this point so uh, yeah, it's very it's very easy to imagine that basically uh, turning the volume up on authoritarianism mm. um, in response to this is basically it's not actually in response to it's basically trigger this crisis so so that um, yes absolutely. we have a reason to turn up the volume on authoritarianism yep 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 and so we can turn up the con- basically basically though the energy crisis triggers the food crisis yes. And the energy and food crisis basically makes you restricted. So it restricts the majority of people. There'll still be some people that are still, you know, um, very um, have a high level of agency and still mm-hmm. have a high uh, level of financial capability. But those people will be a very small number, and that number will be getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Yes. In in, in you know in very in very short uh, periods of time. And so it just means that there's the control of people is easier. It just means like make, it makes the whole idea of controlling 8 billion humans much easier. So, yeah, I mean, it's... So, so yeah, I as, as I was saying, how, yeah, yeah, no, as, as I was saying, like that, the French climate police really ties in well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so... It's I, like... I just saw something about that, that yeah. the other day whereby... Um, you know, is Macron, it's like, is it really interesting? I, I mean, we can't, can't play any audio. Can we play audio like off a clip through Zoom or it doesn't get heard? Oh, uh, you might, you can play it through your phone maybe into the mic, into, into the mic. Yeah. It'd have to be into the mic. Eh? Yeah. Uh, I won't, I won't worry about it for now, but, um, there's a real good clip of Macron basically where he just basically says, you know, the time of abundance is over and it's, you know, essentially the time of scarcity. Yes. yes yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I did come across that one. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what he says. No, 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 basically something on those lines. Yes. Yeah, and and um, and in response to, well, I don't know what in response to, but but maybe somewhat separately. But they're in France. They're going to create three a, a, a new climate police force, and of three thousand uh, people initially. So, sorry, what was his name again? And Macron. And he is the president of France, right? Prime Minister or Prime yeah. Minister or whatever they are. Yeah. They mean, whatever. Yeah. The big dick, the big swinger, the, big... the supreme leader. Yeah. Yes. Of France. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just for someone who's listening, I, I like I came across a clip, but yeah, just for someone who's listening, that's the yeah. man in France there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's the big swinger in France. And so and he was, you know, it's interesting. Like if you look at if you if you buy into the whole the the kind of the tentacles of the World Economic Forum, like he was a uh world economic uh, forum, you know, whatever the program is, future global leader program. Mm-hmm. He was one of the 
he was a you know uh, he participated in that program as did Trudeau of Canada as did Jacinda Ardern. Yeah, I was just going to say, yes, yes, yes. And I'm so choosing. when you look at the like those three countries, specifically New Zealand, France and Canada, they have been, you know, they've been at the spearhead of authoritarianism. You know, and there's huge protests going on right now in, in New Zealand. I don't know if you've seen over the last two days, there's been massive protests going on in New Zealand. And I, a couple I, of like reporters actually went into New Zealand and they were getting flagged at the airport. Uh, like, right. you know, like uh, Avi Yemeni and like Rukshan, they went in there as independent reporters. Yeah, yep, like, yep. I think Avi, Avi got detained. Okay. okay at the airport yeah, initially. I'm not sure. Yeah. And so, you know, New Zealand man has gone full, like full totalitarian. Um, wow. It is like, it's, it's gone full communist. Like it's really wild. New Zealand's really wild. Um, but yeah, so like when you look at, uh, uh so, yeah. So, yeah. So what triggered these protests in New Zealand? In New Zealand? Yeah. I mean, two years of insanity. Right, right, right. So so you know, in, was that yeah. like these new lockdowns that were introduced? That possibly... No, no, no. It wasn't, there was, it wasn't new lockdowns. It was just that the government just needs to like get out of the fucking way. Right, right, right. You know, it's just, it's basically just the people are in opposition to the government now. Mm-hmm. They had enough. Which is, yeah, yeah they've had enough. Which is mm-hmm. great, you know. It's about fucking time. I don't know where they've been for the last two years. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know no. what I mean. It's like, what, yes. what took you, what took you so long? Yeah. But um, so you know, and we're going to see this, man. We're going to see, you know, like through the pandemic, we saw a lot of like civil unrest all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know, like Italy's on the brink of collapse. Yep. So we go to Europe. Italy's on the brink of collapse because they're basically bankrupt. Germany's not on the brink of bankruptcy, but they're on the brink of collapse uh, as a result of the energy crisis. Yep. Um, I mean, that just even just those two nations, but that, 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 will, that spreads through the whole of the European Union. That, that most likely leads to, it's hard not to see that leading to, over time, the collapse of the European Union. Um, but that whole situation is a contagion-like event. That, that spreads into the whole world. You know, like yeah. no one's immune from that because the supply chains all throughout that region that affect everyone in some, mm-hmm. in some capacity. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a wild time, man. It but, really but, is a wild time. Yeah. But, but uh, something that you didn't touch on, like what is this new climate police? Like, like have you had a read about it? Like, what, I'm, I don't know enough details on it other than they're creating a 3000 strong climate right, right. police force just right. to go around. If you break, break got it, got it, got it. Understood. Climate rules that they're going to come and you know whip you with a stick. Understood. Yeah. Okay. So it's if it's you break any, it's just more yeah, control. Just more control. Basically, if you're breaking any like rules, you're turning your heater on for too long or turning your AC on or whatever the weather may be. Yeah, and, who like, knows? Yeah. But it's but the point yeah. is it's something like, on those you know, lines. This is, so. this is all fiat, man. Like if you think about this, right? It's like yes. What kind of a system? Like we've got we 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 haven't got. The issue we have is a supply issue, right? It's not a demand issue; it's a supply issue. Yep. The issue we have is we we can't we don't have enough supply, of, specifically of energy. Yes, yes. So let's fix that. Mm. You know, so if if we have good intentions, the obvious thing is like let's just fix that problem. Let's just bring, like, we should obviously transition to nuclear. We should obviously be building like a ton of small nuclear plants and transitioning broadly to nuclear. Mm-hmm. And we'll have abundant energy where it'd be two to three cents per megawatt hour across the whole world. And that's great. And that would that, like, that enables humans. 
But what we have is, um, what we have is is this dynamic where we're just refusing to acknowledge the problem. Absolutely, yeah. And instead of not only acknowledging the problem, we are like this. Our, our, our proposed solution, essentially, in most parts of the world, seems to be to crush demand. And so the way we crush demand is make everyone poorer mm-hmm. and make everyone's lives worse. So yeah. that everyone can't buy stuff. Yes. But that's not Which the is... real problem. It's a symptom. It's a symptom, not the cause. You know, so it's like, why would we be treating the symptoms and not the cause? Mm-hmm. And the only reason, the only thing that like seems obvious is because when what we think of the like the problem is not what they think of the problem. Yeah. You know, because they seem to be intent on control. And focusing on how to increase control as opposed to how to fix the actual problem. Mm. I mean, I, I don't know how else you can sort of see it. Yes. And another thing that you mentioned <clears throat> earlier today, like while we are chatting, was the this new, uh, I mean, the something that's happening in US, uh, the Jackson Hole speech. Like, I, I I don't know anything about, but like, what's happening on that? Those uh, it's like, just the, it's just the Fed, the, the, the Fed, the Fed meeting um, okay. in Jackson Hole where they'll, They'll uh, sit around the round table and decide, you know, what to do for everyone. Um, uh, I guess for the you know quote unquote economy, right? Um, <laughs> and so there's just been lots of speculation as to as to what they'll, what will come out of that um, in the okay. face of you know kind of all the in 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 the face of just the the state of play, which like in respect to inflation, where rates are at, um, and like I said, sort of mentioned, which is is all focused towards killing demand to salt to, you know, kind of solve the problem. Um, and on top of that, like they've in the U S they've been announcing, um, or Biden just announced yesterday or the day before, basically somewhat of a debt jubilee for student debt. Yep. You yep. know, man, like this, this is all like, yeah. Yeah. $10,000 or something. $10,000. Yeah. The whole thing's so cooked. Like this is, we just, the central planning, like it's so it's so wild to watch this playing out. Like the central planning is at the core of the problem, and so we're it's kind of like the Ethereum thing. Like we've got censorship, yeah. And our our solution to solving the censorship is a different is more censorship, but different censorship. Different our censorship, yes, yes, yes. Cens- censorship that we think is good, you know. Yep. And so, in the same respect of of, of this situation, like uh, we central planning is creating all these issues. Yep. And so our solution is more central planning. Yeah. And, and, and another thing, so, with, uh, sorry, uh, you go, you go. Can I just say go. one? Can I just say yeah, one more? Yeah, thing? Go, you go. So, so like, cause you think about the, like the, the student debt thing as an example. So if, and there'll be a bunch of caveats, but it's basically saying, cool, you took the, you took the risk, you made a decision, you wanted to go do this, you spent money and we're going to give you $10,000 to pay. Like we're going to pay off $10,000 of it, let's say. Mm-hmm. But if you've, if you did, if, but the exact same situation could have existed, but instead of still having the debt, they really busted their ass. Maybe they got another job, you know, but, and they paid it off. They don't get anything. Exactly. Exactly. So it's a complete distortion of the incentives. Like, and that's really the core of this whole, of this whole conversation is, you know, and obviously if we, if we tied it back into Bitcoin, it's like, that is really what Bitcoin is. Bitcoin is even beyond being a money. It is really just a superior incentive structure. 
in which for humans on the planet to organize. Mm. You know, the, the, the idea that we can just um, make all these decisions and ignore complexity and completely distort the market. And we're just going to like, what are we, are we just going to do this forever? You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of insane. Like we, at some point, like uh, people have to just be like, this makes no sense. Like we have, like, and it really is the, to the extent that at what point, like, what's it going to take for people to actually be like, you know what, this is really not working. I'm mm-hmm. actually opting out of this. Yep. Like, what is the, like, you know, how hot does it need to get in the kitchen, you know, to kind of uh, drive people to actually that realization? Right, right, right. And I know like most people probably don't think about it. They're just like, oh yeah, 10 grand, I get 10 grand for nothing. Great. But, um, you know, I wrote about this the other the other day where it's like, you know, getting stuff for free costs a fortune. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like everyone thinks they're getting stuff for free, but it's the costs are hidden. And the costs are you pay with your life. You know, you pay with your freedom. You pay with the ability to do what you want, to say what you want. Yeah. You know, to move freely around society. Yeah, all yeah. these things. It's like the costs are, the costs are uh, beyond, uh, beyond belief. Yes, and and like and like for people like you and me that like or or the current generation like for us if we don't put our foot down here and like you know try to somehow stop stop the people in authority from gaining more power, the next generations are going to be like born into like this new into bondage. Yes, and they wouldn't have a clue, right? Because th- that's reality for them. Like they wouldn't have Correct. A, yeah yeah they wouldn't have a clue that there's these all this freedom that existed before. Exactly. Exactly. They they would just be completely unconscious robots on on like operating within the incentives created for them as good slaves. And they would be like slaves in this system and it would that would be the system would be completely it would be completely hidden to them because it would be the only way they've ever known the, things okay. to be. Yes. And so there'll be some kind of weird acceptance yep. of that. Uh, have you, it, yeah, it is sorry. up to like our generation to reject that. Yes. Like yes, if absolutely. we don't reject that, mm. if we do not reject it now, uh, it's not that the, there'll never be another opportunity. Who know, who knows what mm. they'll ever be, but the opportunity to reject it is is now. Yes. Yes. You know, I, it really it, re- it really is, and you know, I don't know. I the thing for me, man, is I I just can't figure out like how many more like insane things do people need like how many more red <laughs> flags do people need to actually be like you know what i'm worth i'm worth i'm worth fighting for that you know, like time to roll out the aliens <laughs> time, time yeah. to get the ufos out yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know man it's super weird you know like i i think about it maybe like i think i think rationally like i don't i don't uh, yes. like i think about it fairly um I try to think about it like without you know, the cloud of ideology and stuff. And mm-hmm. if you just think about it, like this really simply, like we, we just need to prioritize important things. If we want yeah. if we want central planning, we just need to prioritize certain like, and which I'm obviously no fan of, but then it, it, at least make it a cent- effective central planning whereby yeah. we have abundant food and we have abundant energy and everyone lives well. But the form of central planning that they're trying to install is like, you know, it is the stereo, it is the unfortunate, like, to uh, repeat a bad meme and he's like you'll own nothing and you'll be happy mm. but it's like you'll only be happy because you're completely unconscious and you're fucking you know you have no idea right 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 and and that comes and you own mm-hmm. nothing and you'll be happy you you know where that originated 
Yeah, that's the World Economic Forum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was like someone it was like someone that did a presentation to the World Economic Forum. So right. you know, someone that like a lot of someone yeah, someone who was like proposing propagate stuff to them and then they, yeah, they, they they you know build off that. Kind of yeah. <clears throat> yep, yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, earlier you mentioned grants, right? Like with the student grants at $10,000. So what yeah. universities would go on to do is similar to what happens here in Australia that I've noticed is like with the first home buyer grants. So the first home buyer grants are given to like people who are buying their first home as the name goes, but then the properties are revalued as per those new grants. So education mm -hmm. is going to be revalued as per these new grants now, right? Like mm -hmm. education prices would go up by like this additional probably 10 grand. And like, yeah, and and so in Australia, like the housing market has been cropped up by all these grants. And now if all that is taken away, there's going to be a, that's what we are expecting, right? Like this crash, which is, I think, already on its way there. Or it's, I'm not sure. Like, have you been paying attention to anything on those lands? It, it, it's actually interesting. I actually wrote down, I was like, I need to pay more attention to um, Australian specific stuff. Like I, I, I focus probably so much on outside of Australia because Australia is so small. Mm. Um, where I feel like Australia is downstream of a lot of stuff. You know, Australia is very much like reactive in terms of like Australia doesn't create a ripple effect for the rest of the world. It's like the rest yeah. of the world ripples into Australia. Mm. Um, so I, I probably don't focus on it anywhere near enough. But yeah, the I mean... It's essentially if the credit markets contract or, or once the credit contracts enough to a, a, a point of um, significant sensitivity, then um, the housing market's in huge trouble because, you know, and the banks could basically preempt this and preempt a, sort of a, a, a further downturn in the market by contracting um, in their lending. Yeah. And the the you know you can can see a huge sort of um, a hugely sort of uh, a huge crash a huge crash yes, in the market. yes 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 simply of put a huge crash yeah, the, yeah. the the property market can massively crash and and again like if you think through the higher order effects of that kind of a scenario so the banks like what how do the banks make money well, they make money by lending money. Yes, and so when they lend money, that is money creation. That is how money is, you know, quote unquote, created. Uh, it is by can I through pause the you? Yeah, can I pause you right yeah. here, J just to like make something clearer, uh, clear for the audience, like of how, like banks. Well, by what do you mean when banks lend money, they create money, right? Like with an example per se. So, so say I have hundred thousand dollars, or and I deposit it into the bank. So there's hundred thousand dollars that the bank owes me now, because that's my money that yeah. is with the bank and then andrew here goes to the bank and tries to get a loan of hundred thousand dollars so now the bank gives him hundred thousand the same hundred thousand dollars that the bank owes me is now given to andrew so they basically double the money supply there and now andrew has this money uh, andrew has this hundred thousand dollars andrew would then go and purchase a house for hundred thousand dollars for example now the property owner would deposit that money back into the bank and then creating. So then there's like this money is just like multiplying by itself. And this is, this is basically our money. Uh, this is our money system that's been going on for the last 60, 70 years now. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
and it gets it gets actually the, the property one's a really good example to work through because it actually gets more wild uh, when you go one one further step than that. So let's say you take out the loan, you buy a property, mm-hmm. and so for the next thirty years, so the, the bank creates that money out of nothing. They don't have to have any reserves. They just snap their fingers and boom, you can have some money. Mm-hmm. Right, so they just increase the zeros on their database, and boom! In my account, it's got zeros in there. Um, so then you go buy our property, and you um, you mortgage like the property for thirty years or whatever, and so you're going to repay for thirty years, and so the bank is earning interest on that money that they didn't that they didn't do any work to create. They just snapped their fingers and created it, and they're earning money. There any interest on the money now that they've lent to you, and then after thirty years, let's say you've paid off the property, and I uh, and you and you sell the property to someone else, and then that someone else does the exact same thing again, and then you go buy another property and yes. you go do the exact same thing. You buy a bigger house and you take on more debt, and the bank just creates more money out of nothing and keeps earning money like. It is that is the cycle of it, and when you mm. think about it, like a few layers, like that, like that, a couple more layers, and the perpetual cycle of it. Yeah. So the you know the banks are doing no work, and they create they're creating this money out of nothing, and lending it to you, and you have to go do work to to pay it off, and this cycle is perpetual. You know where uh, that just keeps on happening. So it gives you a very good idea as to how parasitic the actual banking framework. And, and as a system, how parasitic it actually is. Because we have to p- do work, you know, into infinity to pay off this, to borrow this money. But this money didn't, well, there was no cost of creation for the banks. It's just the privilege mm. for being, you know, towards the center of the circle of the power. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's completely devoid of... Um, it's completely devoid of reality, really, and it's it's yep. um, it's, uh, it's 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 cooking us. It's 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 obviously fundamentally uh, not good. And um, that's and that's on a on a simple layer to understand, right? Like the housing is like a simple layer that everyone, like yeah, a regular person, and it's just is one of with. them. It's just one of them. Then yeah. there's businesses that are doing the same, exactly the same thing. Like you know, they're borrowing money yeah. that belongs to someone else. And they're probably investing it into some other assets, which is then going back into the system. And then click, there's more money created out of that, out of those new assets that have been purchased. And like, and then on a even higher level, that's happening. uh, When country, I mean, there's a there's a really good meme that I came across. Like you know, there's two boats that are flooding, like that is like that is filling up with water, and then and the feds in one boat. And the U.S. government is in the other, bo- the Federal Reserve is in one boat, and the U.S. Oh. government is in the other bo- other boat, and they're just towards pouring... the waterfall. No, no, they're not towards the waterfall. Right. So just yeah. they just have two boats which is getting flooded up with water, like this water, uh, yeah. yeah. And they're taking water and they're pouring it into the next person's boat, right? Like so, yeah. the U.S. government <laughs> is <laughs> so they just so you sell me bond, like the U.S. government is buying bonds from the reserve, and basically, yeah. I mean, you'll be able to explain that a bit better than what I did, yeah. Yes. Mm. No, it's a good example of like just just basically tipping the water onto someone else's boat. That is what it is. It's just deflecting deflecting responsibility and accountability, and forcing someone else to have to go and do the work. Yes. 
but it br- brings up so many questions. It's like, why, if if it if there's no work to, done to create it, and there's no cost of creation, mm. what? Why would we be okay with this one party being able to create it? Yes. And when you think, like, why do they get to the power to create it, and why do the rest of us have to create the work, do the work? You know, so like it sort of like makes you start to like be like, mm. well, why do they get a free ride at the at our like at our expense? Yep. So it's like they're winning if you want to think about it like that, and 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 but it's but it's we have to lose for them to win because we have to pay the bill. You know, it's kind of like they sit down and eat eat the meal with us, but then they leave, yep. and then we're left with the account. We're, we're left right, to pay the right, check. Right. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, it makes no sense, man. It makes no sense at all. It's like mm. if, if 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 it was because if if like the cost of capital creation was something, as opposed, to, but it's not. It's just a privilege. It's just they have the privilege, and we do not have the privilege. Mm. And that's it. That's all yep. it is. So it's just deeply political. So because it's like then it's like how do you get a banking license? It's like yes, you know, it's like yeah, you, you know, it's mm. not so easy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's only four banks for a reason. Yep. And yeah, something that India initially what they did was like I used to work in the bank in India. Like when I started off my career, I started off as a banker. But so mm. they because the country is so big and like they're so diversified. Mm. Like with every every state having its own culture and every and within the state itself, there's all these dynam- dynamics that are there. So they there's probably hundreds of banks, but then they're slowly merging most of these big banks into like you know they're trying to get this way of getting a centralized control over the banks and like that's that's been happening yeah. for over years and then they're trying to merge all the bigger banks together and especially the government banks they're trying to like they've already done that like yeah they've merging the two biggest banks and they're making one new one but that's basically that 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 concentration of power which is what that is mm-hmm. that concentrate the way that's concentrating and and you know over time it's basically turning into one big bank so it's being concentrated over time towards being one entity that is a symptom of the fiat system so if if in, with a hard money or with sound money um like the only reason you wouldn't have monopolies yeah. So with with the free market and with with sound money, monopolies wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, monopolies are are a symptom of um, of fiat. Yes. The only reason we have all like these, you know, even whether it's like the airlines with like Boeing and, and Airbus, and or if it's the banks, the the way because all, but basically every business is trending in that same direction. Yeah. You know, even if you think about like in 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 Melbourne. Like through the lockdowns, you know, lot, all the small businesses had to close. Mm-hmm. But the large businesses were allowed to keep stay open. Yeah, and and, and, and it and, turns into this dynamic where it's like you have to be a certain size yes. to be able to survive the environment that the government is creating. Right, and so and, it's it's forcing businesses to have to be big. And if you're not big, a certain if you're not a certain size, then you have to be deleted or be sucked up by a bigger one. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, and, and then that and, whole dynamics playing out within food. It's playing mm-hmm. out within. It's, play, it's playing out within energy. Um, it's playing out within like 
within like hospitals and healthcare and, and that whole system. It's playing out within education. You know, that's that that concentration of 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 mm. power is playing it's kind of playing out in everything. Yep, yep. And you know. yeah, and that's another reason why like if you go to see like Bill Gates owns like is a what's it the single most like mm. the biggest property largest farm. Of, largest farm operations in in the US and yeah, farmland uh, ownership and, yeah, yeah yeah and it's, and in some way trying to capture the second largest nation that is an exporter of agric- uh, agricultural goods that's uh the Netherlands the Dutch somehow trying yeah. to capture that market as well yeah so like yeah. yeah so the US is the largest agricultural exporter mm-hmm. and then the Dutch is number two. Yeah. And so if you think about the US, the US is kind of already captured to a large yes. extent because yes. of Bill Gates and because of everything they've already done over the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, now they're trying to capture the the, the Dutch system. And yes. so that will essentially give them um dominance over the planet's food supply. Yeah. That doesn't mean we can't change, but um yeah, it would take time to to for that to change. And like the Dutch, like the Dutch is such like uh, not the Dutch, the uh, the Netherlands and Holland is such a small place. It's insane to think that they they would be the second largest agricultural producer. Mm. You know, right. it's wild because it's tiny, yeah. and it's it's an incredible achievement that like they've been able to figure figure out and optimize all their systems in the way that they have. Right. Um, and to be able to create that amount of output for the world is incredible, and so many. So much of the the Dutch economy would rely on that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they're yes. you know they're wanting to just get rid of thirty percent of it or something because of a trace trace greenhouse gas that um, <laughs> you know I heard I heard actually an interesting comment it was on Marty Ben's podcast with um uh, what's her name Whitney Webb uh, which sounds like a porn star name to be honest it's kind of funny <laughs> um, <laughs> but um and super interesting like this this lady was super interesting man um, uh, did you have you seen it? No, no, no! I haven't seen that. No, oh, okay. And it's, it's, uh, it's you... and it's just uh, Marty's podcast <coughs> on Marty Ben on Marty Ben's podcast. Okay, on yeah, TFTC. I, I, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I rarely so, tune into that one. Yeah, but I should check it out. Oh, dude! So it's it. Yeah, this is a must listen. But um, anyway, okay. so and she she drops a lot of bombs on 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 this, and she's very uh, awake. This, it, this it, is this is this the is this the Dutch woman? No, she's a reporter. She's, oh, okay, no. she's American. Okay, okay. No. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, and and something, yeah, that you wanted to like, uh, you did mention Sam Harris. So you had something related to, so, because yeah, yeah, one, 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 one second though. But but so okay, yeah. You um, what was I just? I was just going to mention about Whitney. Where uh, what was about the food supply? I just lost my train of thought. Oh, sorry, um, sorry. No, no, it's not your fault. It's my. It's um. Ah, that's so annoying. Um, we'll just like back up for two seconds. We were like, uh, we are the talking food about supply, food supply. Yes, and you mentioned the whole Marty's... situation for the Dutch. Yep. Um. Uh, I don't know. It'll come back to me. That's so super annoying. Sorry, man. Uh, no, it's no, no. gone. Yeah, I interrupted. Um, <clears throat> But anyway, so it's a super good pod, and it's definitely worth listening to. And it, there's a reason I was going to mention. There's a reason I mentioned it, but um, I can't remember what it is. So anyway, I'll come back to it. But yeah, all I was going to set the sound. I mean, it's a total. It's a total. 
essentially pivot. Um, uh, but the, the thing with Sam Harris is just the reason I thought it was interesting is because I know we talked about yes. um, him last time yep. and his meditation app and, um, you know, he's an interesting dude in the sense that I think he's like, he's, I think he's like a net positive for the world ultimately. Yep. I think he's like uh, mostly, I think he's mostly well-intentioned and mm-hmm. well-meaning and, um, but I don't know if you uh, saw the comments of of his from that, excuse me, from that podcast with those uh, British comedians. I, I did see. Yeah, I did see his. Yeah. And so did you, mm-hmm. yeah. What did you think about it? Uh, like the comments were specifically were in like the, or the comments that sort of got clipped and got like, yep. you know, got, got a lot of attention were basically him saying that, um, he, he wouldn't. Was, yeah, he was totally in favor of the Hunter Biden laptops thing being suppressed, and right. essentially somewhat of a left wing, you know, as he framed it, a left wing right. conspiracy theory to ensure Donald Trump got booted out and Biden won the election. Right, 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 right. That was, I think, that was is that, is that so, right? something on those lines, right? Like, so, 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 what he said was, I think, like, paraphrasing here, but like, if there were. He he wouldn't care, like Sam Harris wouldn't care less if there were dead children in Hunter Biden's basement. I, I'm guess I'm guessing like he went He was saying f- that though to ex- explain the ex- extremity to which like his position was locked in. His was, like, position he was basically was saying in. even if that even if there was like bodies in a basement, he's yeah. like he still wouldn't change his mind about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't give a shit about what happens in America. Like, I don't care like about their political system. I mean, it it, it does yeah. matter to some extent. It, it's like like I, like as you said, like U.S. is like a dominant, used to be the dom- number one. It's still like in a in a position of power. We are still all on the dollar system. So yeah, it does matter. But I guess like that entire system is sort of captured in a way. But yeah. But yeah. So, but what I think what Sam was trying to say was. Like, if Joe Biden is standing for an election, he shouldn't be judged based on his son's whatever, right? Like, it shouldn't be judged on his son's actions or his son's choice of whatever, which in a way is right. Like, I mean, like, we've had that saying in the past, like, a child shouldn't be paying for his father's sins. So similarly, the Mm -hmm. father shouldn't be paying for the child's sin. And I'd say that, like, it's fair. I mean, I yeah, I don't. I mean, I, but it's yeah, you, it's not. It was not so much about that. It's more so uh, like the way my, the whole thing that it, like I thought was really interesting about it is is the slippery slope nature of it. So it's kind of like the a bit like the Ethereum thing. It's so it's basically okay. him saying like Trump was so bad that any means necessary to avoid Trump being elected is worthwhile. Mm. And so that's kind of that's kind of the crust of it. So he's just saying, okay, okay, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter um, what they had to do, because Trump was so so evil that any any means is justified. But you know, like to say that because, and you know, I'm I'm no fan of democracy, but to that's to say that he basically and you know the the kind of interviewer sort of said this but he didn't they didn't really get to the the seed of this um enough i didn't think and and he, mm. he he's done a podcast about it and he's he hopped on twitter and to try and clarify it um but it's basically to say that 
he supports the uh, you know what they said a left wing conspiracy theory to um, make sure Biden got into office and Trump didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's to say that I support this the subversion of the democratic process to make sure my preferred person gets in. Right, right, right. And yep. it's kind of like like where does that ever end? Mm. You know, like it's Absolutely, like okay, yeah. well, if, if this time around it's like it's got to, and it's like there's 330 million people. If 330 million people think like I, we have to do whatever necessary for my person to get in. Yeah. How is that going to enable any kind of social cohesion? Mm. You know, amongst amongst that that population. You know, because it's just like it's basically just saying like we'll sacrifice any morals and values in order to win. Yep. Yep. You know, it's like, it's not, it's a road to nowhere good. <laughs> yes. And so yes. I was just really surprised that he doesn't, he didn't sort of see it like that. And he's really come out to defend himself um, and to defend his comments. And he didn't walk in any of it back. He, he tried to say that he misspoke mm. once. And he said, you know, he changed one word. He said this word I would change to whether he said it was like, um, warranted he said i'd change that word to justify i misspoke that was the wrong word right, right, right. but otherwise he said basically like he's fully and fully supported what he said he's mm. in full support of what he said and i'm surprised by that because i'm surprised that i'm so i'm yeah i'm surprised that he wouldn't see the treacherous path you know that he's basically in support got of. it got it yep yeah, you know, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. really pay attention to the entire thing, but yeah, now it makes sense, right? Like, and so yeah. given that you know we both we both uh, like I know like I use I still use his meditation app and I still and use it's super it. Yeah. Val- it's, yep. yeah, it's super valuable, and he's he, you know he's he's a valuable thinker in the world. You know, it's yep. like we, I, I, I'm I'm not into getting super tribal about all this sort of stuff. Yes. Um So it's not like oh cool Sam Harris is necessarily dead to me as such, but. Um, for a lot of people, he will be. Of course, um, yes. You know, for a lot of people, they will just be like, they'll just write him off. Um, yes. And, and I can understand, like, to an extent why, you know, like, because... Yep. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of, a, it's a bit of a tough one. Like, in my, like, it's basically like, my censorship is okay, but your censorship's no good. Mm. You know? Yep, yep. It's kind Makes of what sense. it's saying. Like, it, yes. censorship's fine if, it, if it's at my direction. Got it. Yeah. And when that's and that that is like you know maybe to tie it back into big to be yes, I was um, just gonna say yeah, it's similar to what that is the is. beauty and and such the transformate one of the most transformational properties of Bitcoin is the fact that it's neutral. You know the neutrality of of the Bitcoin protocol is one of the most transformational. It's perhaps the most important property of the protocol, mm. and maybe it's the thing that really changes people the most. Yeah, because we live in, you know, and, and the article I just wrote uh, or that just got released actually with Bitcoin magazine uh, yesterday, which nice. was basically going into the political paradox of Bitcoin. Like, I can't remember what the title, exact title was. Let me tell yeah, you. I mean, yeah, if you do uh, <laughs> come across, just drop it to me as well. I'll put it in the show notes for the people to check out as well. Mm. Yeah, nice. Um the, the title is The Existence of Bitcoin is a Political Paradox. Um, so I'll send you the link. But yes. basically, and it's talking about the fact that, you know, we're living in a world that's so deeply politicized mm. um, and so entangled in this 
political um, way of this mode of operation. But where Bitcoin is just so um, uh, so opposed to that to that way of being, where it's like it doesn't matter who you are, or where you are, or or what you look like, or what you believe. If you pay the fees and you adhere to the rules of the network, your transaction will be processed. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're good. It doesn't matter if you're evil. The the network doesn't care. Yes, the protocol will just tran- process your transaction. So. And, and such a game-changing um, property because it makes you realize that this thing we call money has been weaponized so egregiously mm-hmm. in this way where we've gotten so used to it. You know, we're so yep. used yep. to the weaponization. We're so used to be some some dominant person being able to say, sorry, Merrick, you know, You've been a naughty boy, sanctioned. You know, Iran, yes. sanctioned. Russia, sanctioned. Mm. You know, and using it as a way of controlling humans and basically fighting to get to the center of the power structure of the issuance so that we can control all the other humans and exert control and power over them. And whereas Bitcoin does not provide or afford such a thing. And so now it raises a really interesting thing from a societal point of view Okay, so if you can't control people and punish people through the monetary system, then how do you organize society? Like, let's, you know, if we used a really um, egregious example, like, you know, whether it's like fill in the blank, some kind of person, like someone, like a murderer, a pedophile, or uh, I don't know, like whatever the, whatever one of the worst sort of humans in society is, which I, I don't know how you'd, how you determine that but um you know they can still use the network yep you can't stop them from using the network Mm. so you know what it fill in the blank of whatever the worst person the biggest monster on the planet the bitcoin network will not will not be um will not censor them because of that and you cannot you know you cannot um you cannot uh basically you know steer it to do so Mm. I will just completely reject that. So it is that apolitical nature and that neutrality of the network, where absolutely it's just it's just a, it's a that's a paradigm shift, you know. Yeah. Um, and and I think it basically will force us to rethink a lot of our societal norms. Yeah. Because you know if we can't con- if we can't weaponize money, how do we hold people to account? If in, mm. in that respect, do we like do we have to go back to you know taking limbs? <laughs> You know, do we like like what 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 is the mechanism? You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't I don't don't have the answer, but it's a very interesting thing to think through because a lot of the old ways of doing things will are no longer will no longer work. Absolutely, yeah. And I think like that that would bring us like this this is a good point. Like we could like conclude on this one. Like we've been going on, I think, for about hundred percent and a half. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm hoping to chat with you soon. Like, thanks for making the time again here. And like, next time I want to like, yeah, I mean, there'll always be some new macro stuff that will be keep cropping up a week from now. There'll be like, we'll be talking, chatting about some new stuff to like, yeah, totally different news that's going to come up. Right. But I wanted mm-hmm. to like, so, like diving more into the Bitcoin side of things. I, I, I'll yeah. come up with a few more, like, yeah, a few more things that I wanted to get answers around. But and like yeah, yeah, pick your brains on. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the funny thing is, I think it's that's the funny thing about like when you say more Bitcoin things. I think this, this, this these yeah. are Bitcoin things. Yes, yes. They because are, uh, not the, th- the thing about it is like uh, once once you once you look at it enough, you like realize like what you think of money is not money, and it's just a system of incentives. Yep. You know, um, and it's a system. It's a thing to enable us to organize, almost like the bees mm-hmm. and the ants. You know. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. it's like everything relates to Bitcoin. That's why like, even uh, my letter yeah. says, oh, it's a letter about Bitcoin and the future of money. No, but no, it's no. like which really it's a letter about anything. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's no, a letter no. about absolutely anything. No, no, you're right. Like what what I was trying to get at was more uh in this more Bitcoin related, <clears throat> more Bitcoin things in the sense of something around like I, I wanted to pick your brains on on I was chatting to some people at the meetup last night and like no one seems to be concerned around privacy. And like, I think that's a yeah. whole, like that's a whole rabbit hole in itself. And like, we can like chat more about it. They can easily talk about like, yeah. Uh-huh. But, let's, let's do the privacy. Let's talk privacy. Cause mm. I a hundred percent agree with you. You know, I was talking to a lot of guys um, last night as well about it. Like, you know, the need for NIMS. Yes. Um, and uh you know because it's kind of like if it is like the thing about the option you know if you if you wait till you need the option mm. you know you know you can't buy the option anymore and so yeah. it's that it's that sort of a thing like if you wait to start ha- managing your privacy until like it's pertinent until until it's like a, it's critical it's yeah. like well it's too late it's too late exactly you know Absolutely. you you, yes. fuck, you you fucked up so um yeah let's talk privacy and let's uh, maybe education as well i think the education thing is super interesting okay yeah um uh i mean maybe that's not <clears throat> maybe I mean, that's not so much specific to bitcoin but uh in the sense that um but but it's just, yeah it's yeah. important yeah yeah it's also it's just interesting like in terms of how like with with if we if we move away from fiat like um like you look at the education thing in terms of like we used to have one parent at home now because of the hamster wheel speeding up no parents are at home mm-hmm. and the hamster wheel keeps speeding up and so not only are there no parents at home there's very little human like parental interaction and there's a real deep yes. reliance on the state to yeah. actually um cultivate culture in in the in the young humans yeah and so the young humans which is you know which is the future Mm-hmm. end up being um products of the state instead yes. of products of their parents absolutely absolutely and that's that's fucking scary yeah yeah 100 <laughs> yeah scary, man. yeah <clears throat> so that's a couple of good things for us to chat about next time for sure for sure thanks andrew yeah yeah thanks, chat soon. yeah Talk See to you soon, bro. Bye. Later. thanks guys for tuning in and if you enjoyed the show all i ask is that you share it with one other person And I also recommend that you use podcasting 2.0 apps like Breeze or Fountain FM. I'll link them down below. This will help you earn Bitcoin while you listen and it will also help support the show. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one.